Good news, everyone. <laughs> you have been hearing an ad for a while now saying if we pumped up our Patreon to $500 a month, we would give you a whole bonus show. And you did it like a while ago. And I just haven't changed the ad. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> consider this an update. Congrats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm replacing that ad with this one. And this one is just a little clip show to get your whistle wet for this month's extra bonus episode of uh, Mama Tried. And that'll come out as soon as we get $1,000. That'll come out as soon Yeah, we're holding <laughs> this one hostage. Nah, 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 nah. But I did want to remind y'all, if we do hit 750, our goal is to release two episodes of that a month. But without any further ado, mm-hmm. here's a couple of clips. Get hyped. Gunvar is going to watch Martin go investigate the door and yeah. think to himself, that motherfucker is going to get attacked by a ghost and I'm going to get blamed for that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Did I... What did I... What did I do? And with glee, he's like, yes, one more. <laughs> and he starts scuffing it out and he saves like one last little bit. And then he uh, jumps ass first onto it and erases <laughs> it with a butt. He's looking straight ahead, but it, it, and it would be difficult for you to know if he is just looking straight ahead, watching where he's going, looking straight ahead, like avoiding your gaze because he feels awkward about what he's going to say, looking straight ahead because there's Gunvar's fucking back. <laughs> you wake to the feel of sunlight warming your face. Oh, God. Oh, oh so bright. As a well-known sense of aching dread rolls from your temples to your stiffened limbs. Don't say it's my mom. Familiar. I'm not my mother's child. I can handle it. I had too much. Hello. 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 Oh, I thought we were going to do the thing. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. We still can. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Hello. I'm bad at timing. (laughs) Uh, The uh, (laughs) cast of Astronomica wants to wish you a very happy whatever the fuck you're into. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happy it's cold and we have to have a party so that all of our morale doesn't drain from our bodies and we cannot find the strength to make it out of this bleak, cold winter. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty much what they all are. Yeah. And we've all become neo-pagans, and so we're going to sacrifice Colin after this so that the sun can start rising in the sky again. Fucking finally. Yeah, I mean, he is the bean king, so Mm -hmm. it's the only way we're going to get him in that deerstalker hat. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to carve away the deerstalker hat. Yeah. Bowl do, full of do we make him run around the park first? Like, how does this work? I don't know. Uh, I did see a guy at the gym on an elliptical today in like a, you know, the Ebenezer Scrooge top hat that kind of like flares out at the top. Yeah. Yeah, dude, on an elliptical in a top hat. And I was like, you, sir, 
have he's, a unique sense of style. He's preparing for something, it seems. It, yes. I, yeah. I mean, maybe he's running like a Christmas-themed 5K or something Ooh. and, you know, wants to do it in full, like, Bob Cratchit Regalia. garb. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe there's a tiny rat in it that decided he was getting too chubby to get around in the kitchen. <laughs> and he's been directed oh, That's to it. That is it. That oh, is what is no. going on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that makes me think of, I don't know if I ever talked about it on mic, but... It's 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 been out for a while now. So if you haven't seen it, you should. Mm-hmm. Everything spoiler everywhere. Alert. Everything oh. everywhere all at once. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rakakuni. Uh, Rakakuni. Oh my god. Her her trying to remember Ratatouille. Yeah. But she can't remember it. And what she remembers, she calls it Rakakuni. And what she remembers is that it's raccoons making people like it's almost like, do there. things. It's almost. There. And it's everything everywhere. So there is a Rakakuni universe. And you get to see it. Arachnoverse. It's just amazing. That movie is one of the few movies I've watched, like for the past ten years. That I didn't pick anything else up. Like I didn't get up to go get a drink. I didn't oh, like, yeah. stare yeah. at my phone. You I were just sat in there. there. Like fo- I followed the storyline. Oh, that man, is, that you know, they did a good job when that happens. Because I, I can't pay attention. <laughs> I can't pay I, attention yeah. for shit. I've seen three reactions to it. This is amazing. It's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. How did I cannot remember the actor's name, but the, he played short round when he was a kid. And oh yeah, he was in, like why has he not been acting for all this time? We know why. Yeah, it's racism. Yeah. Um, but he's so fucking amazing. That's reaction one. Actually, he's a huge anti semite. <laughs> no, um, well, I said it was racism. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I didn't say which way. No, that means right there in the name. He's short and round. Yeah. He's not huge. <laughs> Uh, as far as I know, that is not true. No, that is not true. Dear Sorry. listener, he seems to be he's, a he's genuinely a, he's wonderful a person. Man. He's a lovely man, as far as I know. <laughs> Who somehow managed to be both very silly and extremely suave in the same movie. It was amazing. Yeah. It was he so good. Real nice. Motherfuckers got range. So good. Everyone in it was amazing. Anyway, so option one, it was amazing. Oh, my God. Everything about it I loved. It was so good. It, it affected me so much. Option two, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, both. Well, I mean, but but but, uh, the the specific tone of I don't get it, and I don't want to. Like you do have to invest in it and watch it. Yes, Mm -hmm. like it's not like a Marvel movie where you can check out and catch up within two or three seconds. Be like, oh yeah, obviously. And then three, which is that Avery bitch on concerning (laughs) to me. She's not. If, if that's the person I'm, you're thinking, you're mentioned that I'm thinking of it. Like I've seen this take from other people, and that is, oh, so we're just glorifying being shitty to your family from ha- just because you have generational trauma now. Yeah, which is not what I got from it. Nope. Oh, not even remotely. In fact, that's the opposite. Yeah. yeah. The um the melanin content I think uh, is Threw necessary for logic and not having any. Oh. It's only white people that say that. No, yep. I mean I've I've seen it from. It seems to be like a consistent take that people have on it. It's a real, genuine story about the very messy process. These oh, are the yeah. same people who watch like Twelve Years a Slave and think that it's a movie about how great it is to be a slave. Fuck <laughs> like, no. That's that's the all I can think. Like take the opposite Before, message away. Because uh... yeah, like recovering hey. from stuff like that. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, we're recording a little bit of fun for the Christmas off week. Colin just joined us. Uh, That is a dope-ass sweater, my friend. I was going to, yes, yes. It is a Budweiser King of Beers full-on sweater. It looks amazing. 
Christmas. Is that cowboy shirt you have Marlboro or is that Budweiser too? Uh, it's Budweiser also. The western shirt. <laughs> it's like black with the red stitching. It's amazing. Nice. What were we doing? Oh, we Before we about- get uh, <laughs> too far <laughs> away from like Ratatouille riffs, I just want to yes. tell you my favorite. It's a like four panel cartoon. You see the dude and there's a cutaway, like a little x-ray on his chef's hat. So you see the rat pulling mm-hmm. his hair. But the rat's also wearing a chef hat, and then it zooms in under that chef hat. There's like a flea, like pulling on the uh, the hair of the rat, and then it, he's also wearing a chef hat. Cuts in, and there's a tardigrade. He's <laughs> also wearing a chef hat, and you cut in, and there's like a single cell protozoan who's like put some cilantro on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yes. I really like that. That's I like that great. a lot. I think that was a Rocco's Modern Life gag, too. Something similar. <laughs> Might have been. I feel like there's a ton of things that are Rocco's Modern Life gags that, like, Rocco's Modern Life has been lost to the annals of 90s kiddom, so. Nah, we watched it show the kids, and because my dog is spunky, will absolutely eat anything, <laughs> and also runs real weird, and his legs are attached all <laughs> fucked up. I like it. I always say my dog was clearly put together by somebody on uh, the first day of the job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for it. You're welcome to a coffee beer if you so choose. uh, The trick is, they're both coffee beers this time. Oh, nice. They're just two different kinds. Snowman Stout is is a mocha. That sounds delicious. It's coffee and cocoa nibs. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's good shit. Well, hey, Katrina. Hi. I'm happy to see you. Happy to see you, too. Okay, I said I wasn't going to, but I really have to try the Bogle one. Go for it. Go for it. But it's only the one. It's really good. The Snowman. It's from uh, Jackalope Brewing Company. Highly recommend. Because mocha is my favorite, like mocha coffee, and you can never find mocha creamer. (laughs) Which is fucking weird. That is weird. It's a super common flavor. Um... Fun facts, if you're in a mocha mood. I I know this because I work a job where we have, like, the shitty, like, corporate coffee that gets, like, delivered to us. So it's, like, the Folgers bullshit, like, in a pre-made filter. But if you take Swiss Miss, put it in the bottom yeah. of your coffee. Yeah. yeah. And then pour the coffee on top. It's uh, it's pretty solid. That's oh, yeah. where it started. I uh, was drinking coffee every day, and I usually drank it black, but I would... Uh, make a giant cup that was half uh chocolate hot chocolate mm. and half coffee nice and it was the tits i do that at truck stops where they have the like the cappuccino machine the mm. shitty thing oh yeah and i do the like hershey's hot cocoa like half of that and half regular coffee and a big when i'm on road trips and then like four of the uh, caffeine shots mm. oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah the the stoke yes, yeah my, my heart pocket would explode <laughs> Mine's been trying to. I won't fucking let it. We got things to do. Hence all the caffeine. There's one called, it's called Flatline. And they have to serve it to you with tongs. Oh, man. Do y'all remember the, like, one of the very early energy drinks? It was, like, marketed to, uh, towards gamers, and it was just called Balls. Yes. yes. But it was, it was like, B-A-W-L-S. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. People get really serious. They'd be like, guys, you know I can't play without balls. Oh, yeah. Because you, you could get hooked on it pretty fast, same mm. as, like, Surge or any of the others. Well, and that was the time when they were first doing all of the, like, caffeine in your soap type shit. Oh, yeah. I was in college, so. Epic soap. Definitely <laughs> exposed to a lot of that stuff. <laughs> That's, Y'all like, remember, the, uh, the early, like, 
like aughts to early 2010s when everybody was like bacon and mustaches are the epitome of humor <laughs> yeah yes yep Oof. i was thinking about that the other day realizing that like a lot of people who are very rich right now saw that happen were like we can use this mm. do y'all and, remember uh, uh, it memed us do you remember a toy that was i think current in like the 90s or the aughts called the balzac yeah it was no. a big big bouncy ball yeah <gasps> wait and they that's... called it the balzac and i'm like they, at the time, I was just like, "Oh my okay, god!" I just seems, realized. Yeah, it just that's, seems weird. No, but I just let it pass. Are you talking about the thing that you? There's a handle on it, and you bounce. That's a hippie no, no. hop. Well, it, it was they kind would, of like a pogo ball, I think, on uh, Nickelodeon all the time. Yeah, and it was it was called the Balzac, and I'm like, okay, well, so they're naming this after a Bella Poke French author <laughs> or a scrotum, <laughs> yeah, or what are they? What is like, this? I just like, realized that it's Balzac, like just mm. now. Exactly. Balzac. <laughs> it was actually named after a Bella Poke uh, French author's Balzac. Oh, yes. okay. It's the Balzac Balzac. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yes, fantastic. Oh, you man. must honor, honorate <laughs> De Balzac. Um, so I had an idea to do a tiny little mini Chastronomica for you guys. So we're not going to get really into it because we're going to record some other fun stuff, which you might hear about soon. Um, but uh, I got a question, and it is mostly for Jeff and Colin. And that well, is, fuck us. I, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> well, you might also have opinions. Yeah, you might also have opinions, but it definitely is mostly about them. Mm. Um, and that is, guys, how does it feel to have come to the end of your character's narrative? I would disagree with that assessment, <laughs> yeah. first of all. Hey, Mac, Mackie has a ways to go. Yeah. And, and I think it's it's liberatory for Hopper Absolutely. Uh, to be out from under the shadow of grace. And if mm-hmm. I, within the next, like... 10 minutes of gameplay don't kill grace we may yet have uh a whole arc of that that's you true that's true but i'm i really am curious so it came as a surprise to me and maybe to cullen and i don't know if it was any i don't know if it was something that you guys had talked about before you and jeff had talked about before cullen but when you said like okay we're getting ready to move to a new ship what if we just shut grace off that was like a big Oh, shit moment to me. Well, okay. So I think that me and Jeff had talked about something like this happening mm-hmm. at some point. Um, I I remember having a conversation with Grace. Sorry, with Jeff. <laughs> I was like, okay, at some point, there's going to have to be probably some kind of like reckoning yeah. between between the Grace and Mackie. And I'm like... If you are ready for Mackie to make a move, I gave you like a short list of like three things. Mm-hmm. If you have Grace do one of like these three or four things, then I will know that you are ready for all of that to be put into action. Uh, one of them was like, if uh, if the Grace forcibly tries to like augment uh, a player character member of the crew like cb or anton then that's your signal that you're ready for mackie to make a break but i don't think ultimately we used any of that did we uh i think i think it didn't i think it was just such a perfect opportunity during the transfer yeah and mackie and hopper are talking about grace and she's already shut down or or willing to be shut down Mm -hmm. um that that's that's 
why uh that's why i mentioned that at that time Mm -hmm. and then um that had like since we had that conversation it started like kind of percolating in my head you know how is there a way forward for grace to either you know transform or to uh you know like to to remain true to the character without turning into kind of ned flanders Mm. yeah you know because she is she's not she from her own lights she's not evil she's just following directives and and on some axes she's not evil like she's not purely hostile but she does not care about human life if it conflicts with her drives and that is evil and there's no way to like reconcile that like you'd either have to make her harmless and somehow Mm. um which i wouldn't really see as growth uh or or move her off screen so to speak, you know, do an end run around her. Mm-hmm. And it also is a, a bit of a challenge with Hopper. Like, if Hopper is continually overwritten and, and wiped by Grace, then he can't really realistically have character growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in the service of that, that was, in, that was kind of what motivated that from my end. Yeah. I mean, I a whole lot of, like, when we showed up at the table... A whole lot of like stuff that has ultimately become part of Mackie was like yes anding. Like mm-hmm. Jeff had a much bigger idea of what that could be than I did. I was like, I'm gonna play a comic relief elderly starship mechanic. And, you know, like the thing that we did way back when, like the the long like written flashback, like Jeff wrote all that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was totally into it. Now there was like a point where I'm like, oh fuck, you know, the more you play a character, the more real they become and the more you want them to be in some way consistent. But, you know, the same, that process was happening with Mackie, with Jeff, I'm sure it was happening with Grace and Hopper. And I was like, okay, at some point you do go, well, I conceive of Mackie as a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, not a protagonist, you know, definitely like supporting player, comic relief, but like a good guy. And the stuff that uh, that Jeff has written for Grace, I was like, OK, well, that's that's not compatible. Mm-hmm. Good guys are boring. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Grace is interesting, but it did mean that there was going to be inevitably be a parting of the ways. And I think that's the thing I want. The listeners to know is I think that we both knew that pretty early on. Mm-hmm. There was going to be a parting of the ways for those two characters. And, yeah, it just... you Like you said, this was an opportune time for it to happen. Cool. Yeah. I did tell you guys I'm not caught up, right? <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> oh, uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cullen, how, how does it feel for you to have a character who's Personality and drives are completely unmoderated by yes anding other people's. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope that didn't well, come off as a complaint because I did no, not mean it that uh, way. No. Yeah. Um, well, I believe that uh, I don't know. Anton, I think, kind of is a little bit of a like blank slate for me to just kind of like, what would I do in this situation? type like 
way to play a character. He's he's like an idealized version of like what I would do. You did. It's like let w- us... it's like what I would like. Hopefully, think that I would be. Yeah, I mean that's um, that's that's me with Grace. We. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, y'all have, y'all have projected a certain a certain like yeah, we we made you a slut, and you are like, okay, that's fine. I'll be a slut. <laughs> to be fair, in an idealized version of myself, you are a slut. I'm kind of slutty. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm funny. a little bit of a slut. I think I think Anton Colin, Colin is. Li- we've lived together long enough for Colin to be well aware that I'm a bit of a slut. But you? I think I think Anton is an ethical slut. Yeah, like he doesn't. Uh, you know, he doesn't deceive anybody. He's just a good time with anybody who wants to have a good time with him yeah and so that's something to aspire to i mean i'd like to think that in my personal <laughs> life i've i've kept it yeah, on yeah. the up and up no but, I, I agree we um, all like to think that <laughs> yeah, we all we all do our best but uh outside of the like projected sort of like casanova bullshit um i don't know it's fun to I mean, obviously, it's like fun to power fantasy. That's why a lot of, of people play video games and role playing yeah. games and that kind of thing. Um, but I don't know. I, I think one of the things that kind of became a tipping point with the Grace Mackie crew relationship, I think ultimately it kind of ended up being practical for gameplay. It's like, how do we continue to reconcile being ultimately a crew of people that like regard themselves as good Mm -hmm. and becoming gradually more aware of like how grace operates and like, how do we reconcile still kind of trying to be the good guys and also having this presence Mm -hmm. looming over us? Yeah. Like at a certain point there's like a dissonance that like you can't just keep ignoring it. Right. As the characters become more aware. So we had to we had to come to a head at some point. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was another part of the motivation for for making that change is because mm-hmm. the other the only other way to accommodate that is for people to just like willfully ignore, mm-hmm. you know, with with Mackie, I think sort of the subtext that's going on is like selective editing of. Yes. Memories of various horrifying things that happened. Yep. Um, but even then, I mean, we've we've definitely for a little while had. Mackie has indicated that he is aware of the editing. Yeah. He may not be aware of what is editing. I mean, we yeah. have that scene early on in Crosia Moors where Mackie mm-hmm. took Anton aside and was like, hey, like, don't trust us. Be safe. If you got an opportunity to get out, maybe you should take it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, something else this makes me think of is that um, just to speak on sort of like group morality within a an RPG setting murder hoboing mm-hmm. yeah that I think there are times when we have like we've definitely towed and like drifted over the line mm. of murder hoboing but most of the time there are consequences to that and I think that Stan is like he's if we wanted to play a murder hobo game he'd be like okay guys let's go let's do the thing but I think we've all indicated that we we would like to it's, I like to think of it as kind of we are skewering the trope a little bit of like we mm-hmm. do some murder hobo shit, but almost yeah. always there's consequences that yeah. come after it. Oh yeah, we were uh, we were revolution hobos there for a minute. Yeah, I yes. think that's yeah. yeah, that's fair for a minute. Um, well, <laughs> it's funny because I feel like we all consciously said, okay, we're going to stop being revolution hobos. We're just going to like do jobs and be a starship. And yes, I mean I don't know where this is going to fall, but uh, when we got to. Uh, Zolta uh, to the the shipyard, 
it looks like there's a non-zero chance we're going to overthrow this place, too, because uh, <laughs> otherwise we just rot in prison I mean, for the rest of our lives. It remains to be seen, but I think that, like, we're in the... So right now, we are in the middle of all of the fallout from CBE yeah. opening the door mm-hmm. and you guys having the interaction with the Zolta mm-hmm. police. And um, I feel like, you know, having a shootout with a bunch of police officers... 100% a murder hobo move. Yeah. But we're 100% going to have consequences from that. And yep. that's going to be yeah. real interesting. That is. Um, and mm. in this case, we're we're morally off the hook because <laughs> as Colin pointed out earlier to me off mic. We was entrapped. Yeah, we, we were. None of us initiated lethal force. It was the GMPC. <laughs> that, that was the first one. To it's kill true. a cop, so uh, we was entrapped, and then they drew down on us. So. It's all Star Daddy's fault. It's all Star Daddy's fault. Whatever happens from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's one of those like gameplay situations where you're like, there doesn't, there's not an obvious right choice. There isn't like an answer that gets you out of trouble in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um. So we had to make choices, and we did. now we're in a position where those choices will have repercussions. Um, and we might get to make more choices and to have yeah. more <laughs> repercussions for I mean, those oh, yeah. like, Obviously, we can't, like, we can't just murder our way through this. Like, it's literally a an entire police force yeah. against us at this point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so fighting it out with two crippled booted docked spaceships where we don't have a clear escape path is like, we are stuck in the situation and we have to deal with it. And, Mm -hmm. um, as, as sort of like playing games and, you know, tabletop games and video games and stuff, there's always the like, "Mm, no, uh, this is bad for me sort of (laughs) feeling. But I think like narratively having actual, reasonable realistic consequences for your actions is a more interesting story so yeah. agreed yes. i'm i'm glad that the i'm glad at the way this shook out but like as a person that plays games i'm still just like god damn it we're <laughs> fucked yeah yeah this is one of those where it's like wait did i pick the wrong decision making tree like should i have gone but i also don't think that like so cb was busy so i wasn't a part of the decision making there but i don't think like you guys were talking about i don't think there was a set i don't think there was a way that you guys could have made better decisions that would have avoided this i think okay uh, i will had, say had anton just like surrendered in the first place i think that we surrendered to the cops i think with the like i would have gotten the shit kicked out of me and been thrown in jail and mm-hmm. it would have been a different sort of trouble to get me out of yeah. or just gotten the shit kicked out of you yeah by yeah. cops yep i mean it sucks and i would have fucking hated it mm. but you and me getting the shit kicked out of us was Probably the most efficient call, mm. but uh, you know what? I'm I'm okay with all the decisions that we made yeah. <laughs> after after Stan made the decision to kill the cop. Yeah, with, uh, no, he bounced that yeah. guy's head on the ground of his uh-huh. own volition. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. He he didn't. We don't know for sure that he killed the cop. He just slammed him onto the deck plates. 
until his neck bent at an unnatural angle. Exactly. He's fine. Yeah. He's, yeah. Look at him. He's well, just tuckered out. You know. He's just sleeping. I'm sure if they took him over to the cybernetics place, they could get him real. He, they could get him fixed and, right oh, up. Oh, that would have be a whole new neck. poetic. That's actually now my new short term goal is to get every cyber bigot uh, <laughs> an implant. Wow. Yep. That's a lot. That's, that's a big goal. What if they're the whole planet? Well, it's a station. Mm. Yeah, but it's a station around a planet. Oh, yeah. It's a- you're just gonna go. Oh, yeah. You're just gonna go around just poking out eyes with your real weird scalpel fingers. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay. So I don't want us to go too long, and I have. I do want to hear a little bit more from Katrina. So I had a question for you, Katrina. No, the candy isn't good. <laughs> That's right. Well, have you tried the Smarties goo? No, don't do it. Leave Katrina. it alone. Candy cigarette. Leave it alone. I know what candy cigarettes taste like. Put the Smarties goo on the candy cigarette. <laughs> really don't <laughs> Look, what don't you want to be cool yeah this is the exact reason I barely graduated high school <laughs> candy Ear cigarettes pressure <laughs> oh man rub it on your gums oh yeah don't don't though right. they'll bleed that really is just Smarties ground up into a, a paste yeah. it's real bad it actually doesn't taste like Smarties unless you put it on the ch- on the cigarette oh, God, but candy cigarette <laughs> Then See, I remember like, these when I was a kid, and uh, it was gum, and it had powdered sugar, and you could blow it out, and it looked like oh, it was yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so the question that I had for you, Katrina, was, um, why the fuck aren't you caught up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't drive nearly as much as I used to. Oh, yeah. And I can't use it as background noise for when I'm working, because oh. I get invested in it, or I miss something. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's not safe for work. Mm-hmm. I work it, from home. Oh, Oh, that's yeah. fair. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely watch porn as background noise, but mm. I can't do it with a show because I can't pay attention. Fair enough. Well, just listen to us while you're watching porn. That uh, that's like going to have a conflicting effect. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want it to last a long time and we make you go too fast. <laughs> like a sexual eight ball. <laughs> Oh God, we gotta we gotta put that in some like promotional material. Astronomica, like a sexual, sexual eight ball, ball. Oh, not an eight ball, speed ball. Excuse me, I yeah, forgot I how saying, drugs work. The problem with eight balls is that they're really expensive, and then like you kill it in a night, and you're like, God damn it, I just spent like two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. that's the I one problem. <laughs> but no, the real question that I had for you, dollars, Jesus, was uh, what have you been up that's to been lately? Anything fun? Anything cool? Anything that listeners should know about? No. Uh, no, I've been doing a lot of bingo and just, it's the holidays, so focusing on that, trying to remember to take my children to school. That's fair. Which sometimes works out, sometimes doesn't. They don't need it, it's fine. No, that's not true. They will call you in the office for attendance, which I mm-hmm. got to. Okay. I did go to uh, New York for a wedding. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to walk around uh, downtown Manhattan, uh, and yeah, we went to the Lego store. That of all the things to see amazing. in New York City, we went to the Lego store. I mean... Yeah, but it had to be really cool, though, right? Like, oh, it was amazing. Also, I think uh, that the checker might have done a small act of kindness because we got this pride set. My oldest picked up this pride set, mm-hmm. and uh, we also got a few other little things and like keychains. And when we left, I was like, "That didn't add up." And I looked, and she'd accidentally rang up two keychains instead of that pride set, which was usually like fifty bucks, Aww. which I was totally willing to do. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but I don't feel like you work at the Lego store in Manhattan and fuck up like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like that felt intentional, mm-hmm. which, yeah, it's made really me make cool. that face. I was like, this is very sweet. That's really cool. That is really nice. Yeah. Aww. Cause it was my little 13 year old just like holding it and super happy and excited. And, 
It's very sweet. It was lovely. <laughs> Listeners out there, if you're in a position to uh, deprive a corporation of profits and help someone else out uh, as they're checking out, do it every chance you get. Fucking A. But My don't kid- get caught. My kids know we don't steal from people, but we definitely steal from corporations. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I kept. Yeah, we'll walk out of Target and be like, oh, I don't think they rang that up. And I remember the first time my youngest was like, oh, do we need to go back and pay for it? No, the fuck we aren't. <laughs> It'll be fine. Target will be okay. Yeah. Be okay. <laughs> well, damn, guys. Um, I promised this was going to be just a mini one, so I want to cut us off here. Mm-hmm. Give you a little taste for the next time we do Chatstonomica, which who knows when that will be. But um, thank you, everybody, for listening to us. If you are listening to us when this comes out, I hope you are having a wonderful holiday season, whatever that means to you. Um, Find time to do shit that you enjoy, whatever that means, as long as it's, you know, not like driving drunk, like... Now, yeah. call a cab. <laughs> I'm a white man on a podcast, so I have to bring up the fact that I'm outraged that every everyone says happy holidays. No one celebrates Christmas anymore. <laughs> oh, I feel I feel oppressed. <laughs> well, I Did have you say a, oppressed or repressed. Oppressed. I All have of, most of them are repressed the weight, too. A Roman, the of the, a Roman the statue avatar on my social media profile, and <laughs> I'm outraged that no one is uh, hailing the unconquerable sun, Sol Invictus, <laughs> on this the festival of his. Reanimation. My daughters are all in the fucking cult of ISIS. I don't even know how to talk to them anymore. God damn it. The damn Phoenician woke agenda. You guys, a couple days ago, I was doing music bingo. It's all holiday music, and I forgot the word Jewish, so I just said Hanukkah boys. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. Because I was trying to ask if there were any Hanukkah boys in the house, which also makes it sound real weird. I feel like that, that sounds better come... than like, hey, any Jews in the house? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would have said something like, if there are Jewish folks in the house, we do have, like, there are some yeah. songs, like there's Dreidel mm. song, like it's mixed in with holidays. I would have been like, yo, Jews, we got this <laughs> shit for you. <laughs> I... Actually, I, th- I would like to uh, refer to Christians from now on as uh, Easter boys. <laughs> Easter boys? <laughs> Where my Easter boys at? Oh, man. No, it's... I'm going to call them Crucifixion <laughs> boys. <laughs> crucifixion boys. Oh, yeah. It's Oily Josh. Oily Josh, <laughs> that's right. You heard that? Oh, dear. <laughs> well, this got off the rails. Happy Hogwatch to everybody out there. There were rails? Oh, yeah. There were rails. They were faint, but present. You heard about the eight ball. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there were some fat, fat ones. Oh, man. Star Daddy's going to be so sad he missed this one. <laughs> yeah. He's going he's gonna to listen to this with a real feeling of envy. <laughs> He is though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. That's the end. Uh go do some fun shit. We will catch you next time. Hail Sol Invictus! <laughs> <laughs>
Damn right. And if you want to know more, or maybe not know more, but just touch us in a different kind of way, go to www.astronomicapodcast.com. And there, you will find a permanent, not in expiring not inspiring i know that is that is accurate (laughs) not expiring invitation to our discord where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time we have different channels we usually participate in nanorimo there are community one shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month that's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and gifts, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep. And uh, if you want to support us, you can check us out at patreon.com slash podcast. If you don't want to fund the growth of global communism... You can instead just give us a five-star review uh, on the podcast app of your choice, provided five is the most. (laughs) (laughs) If there are anywhere, there are ten stars, like at least an eight. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'd say we're a Memphis eight. (laughs) (laughs) They say a Memphis eight is a New York bad podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Forever. Oh, wait. <laughs>